This is Haley Cummings, and when I want to listen to something funny and down-to-earth, I tune into the hardest-working podcast out there. My favorite and Oklahoma's favorite podcast, The Elijah Bailey Show. Let's go ahead and start because uh, we're here and we're ready to go. And three, two, one, welcome and welcome back to your weekly source for anime, comics, video games, and pop culture, uh, and the very best vibes where we don't power scale. All power algorithms are welcome here at the Elijah Bailey Show. And this is where we believe Aaron as a character is better than Levi. Just got to say it. like, And I love Levi. Like. Hey, I'm just saying, Aaron pulled his plan off. Aaron Aaron executed and did what he needed to do. Levi couldn't couldn't stray from the the lowly beginnings of a slave, damn near. But uh, I am one of your hosts, a man who has read the entire complete volume of Bone Collection. I is Shimon and the Hunter's Guild Red Hood. And the and uh, next to me is the man who is. Uh, the one and only cloak and cape that hangs around Sir Luffy's neck. Like anytime Luffy's got shit hanging off his shoulders, it's Buck. That's all it is. They're to cause trouble. Ask no questions. Don't worry about the danger. I'm just here to fuck shit up. And then I'm going to sit in the corner and watch and get real naughty over here. Like Luffy, why is your cape all moist down there? Like, uh, it's got, he's got a mind of his own, but it's the bucket. He look at him. Say hello, hello, Sir Buckety. Can you still hear me? Yeah, there we go. He had his head in suspense. I was like, is he going to say something? Yeah, you sound good, sir. Okay. Sound really good. Um, Let's see. Today is our 337th episode. We were not here last week. We're here this week, and that's all you need to worry about as we're watching, like, the winter weather, or I guess the wet weather. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's just raining today but yeah it's supposed to be getting ugly but it's oklahoma so you just truly just never know i know and i'm like dude am i going to work tonight or not like what is this weather really looking like because it has been cold and uh, i have not Very enjoyed cold. it i mean it's not like i hate it but i haven't enjoyed it but uh before we start let's go ahead and talk about our sponsors for the show which you can see in the bottom corner of your screen, um, we have the one and the only Switchery. Switcheries is the world's number one online store for Nintendo Switch, Switch Lite, LED, OLED, and protective cases and thumb grips. If you need something to customize your case for your uh, re-switch, then this is the place to go. Everything is fairly priced, and it is all themed. I get a lot of the anime-themed stuff. I have a Pikachu and Raichu one that I love a lot. All you have to do is use our promo code EDGE10 to get 10% off your purchase at checkout. Again, that's EDGE10. And if you like ramen and you want to join everybody with eating the world's first low-carb, high-protein, and plant-based instant ramen, Go to Emmy Eats, that's I-M-M-I Eats, and then go ahead and make your purchase. Use promo code EDGE2G, that's EDGE2G, to get $5 off your purchase uh, for this delicious ramen. You can be just like a Naruto and eat ramen every day. They send you the packs, and there, if you go to their website, there's actually store locations where you can pick up Emmy Eats now since we have been sponsored. And also go to B&G Meadery. Dot com. Check them out because you can buy some of their mead locally at your uh, local alcoholic store. I think Byron sells it over here, so I'm excited, dude, because I can just go there and pick some up versus, you know, having Fantastic. to order it, which I don't mind ordering for, from Cassandra. Not at all. Like, it's worth it. If you're going to order, it's worth it. But if I can go to the store and pick it up myself, yeah, I'm down for that, that too. That will also be worth it. Yes. Yeah, so... Uh, you are back in the zone. We're here. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. It's kind of a mix. Like, if you've seen the 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 title, it's a, it's a little bit all over the place. Like we're talking about yes, because a lot of stuff's been happening. 
Yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff. If you look at a lot of Mojo Jojo stuff. Hmm. You you look at the thumbnail, you're like, what the hell is that? Is that is that Gallagher? Oh yes, yes, it was. Like he was a name that flew out of out of nowhere, kind of like Trump's did in these elections. And uh, he he, but he. His body of work is, I think he's got like 13 HBO specials or live specials, which is crazy for a comedian. So it's not like he wasn't out here working, wasn't out here putting it in. It's just that he had a very specific shtick that was uh, unique to us that grew up in the 90s that saw him. I think he said, I think the last thing he got in trouble for was in, I want to say 2010, maybe 2013. And people didn't like the fact that he said, do you guys see any Mexicans here? And he's like, it's okay. They'll be here to clean up later. <laughs> and, they, and they were like, we're going to cancel his ass. His old ass is get canceled. They didn't like that. <laughs> no, they didn't. But I'm like, ah, I mean, it's still kind of true. You're not taking the jobs that they will. And like, I mean, like, I'm not being stereotypical. When one drops out, when it's that bad to where one Hispanic worker drops out, and then you have like five more in a row. It's no longer a stereotype. That's just like we know we know who's going to do these jobs. Um, but we're here today with this episode, and we're anime gonna, episode. Yeah, we're going to cover just some any anime. episode, but we're talking anime episode this lovely cold uh, winter day, um, <laughs> which I think it's all over the nation. Actually, winter is like yeah, it's like killing. It's like knocking on the door right now. I got to sneeze. Man. Ah. <sighs> Do it. No. Sneeze all over your camera. What do you turn on in the background? Uh I can you hear it? No, I cannot hear oh, it. Oh. It is our anime of the month. Looks like Alderman in the Sky. I, I, I was looking for Batman. I was gonna mm. shoot, you know, an animated series Batman, but you can't find that. It's like Isn't it is not on it's HBO like on Max? you gotta pay for it. Yeah. Because I was going to find it to to go over these episodes, but I actually found these episodes on YouTube, and then when I started Same watching, here. I was like, ah, I can't stop yeah, watching, like, yeah. It's got me in, it got me soaked in. You got me Such great animation. Like, it was before his time. Like, yeah. and, you, and you can tell yeah. it's before his time, and just for the people who don't know, we're talking about the Batman, the anime series, about 1990s, and it was just... It was just what? Mm, chef's kiss there it is uh but while buck uh does his and if crunchyroll anybody from crunchyroll is watching please <laughs> fix your damn apps man what's going on with the app like i haven't had any crunchyroll no crunchyroll sucks man for how much money i know they're ranking in dude their mm. app is trash let's just keep it if youtube and other netflix others you know streaming services can minimize the screen on your phone and not do a bunch of weird stuff on the smart app on the TV. <laughs> Come on, man. You you know the Crunchyroll app is trash. I'm just going to keep it 100, dude. Even whenever you're trying to gauge how many, um, what is it? The, uh, how many episodes? Mm-hmm. It's trash. Because they'll tell you, oh, this got 48 episodes. No, it doesn't. It only got 12. It's just dubbed in four different languages yeah i feel like that that's the most that's annoying thing that, that could is have been so fixed annoying. a while ago because that, a that's long been... time ago it's not even a while ago that should never even happen dude that is so uh let me get off my rant and you know what i will say like you gonna join you gonna jump on the rant no i'm just gonna say like in in Crunchyroll's not even defense like they were better than funimation because funimation was complete trash right, funimation was trash and that now they just have they they've become stagnant. They upgraded their website. They didn't upgrade like the the mobile app. Um, but now that you know you're going to house X amount of of anime, and you're not having to cycle through and rotate and get them off because you're the only game in town. Go ahead and make these make these fixes to to get shit where it's supposed to be. But let's go ahead and go through um, the anime releases for the month of November. Uh, we go through, oh, yeah, that's super bright. We go through several segments. Segment one will give you the anime releases plus Taiyo Say, which is going to be our black character that we talk about. And then segment two is going to be all of our news. Segment three is the anime and manga of the month. So, segment one uh, movies that are coming out in November. It is November 14th. So, we're starting. This one already came out November 11th. 
Suzume no Tojimari from Comix Wave Films. Uh, it's 121 minutes long. And then coming out November 25th, we have That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime in the Movie, Scarlet Bond by 8-Bit. It's going to be 129 minutes. Now, uh, TV series that are coming out November 4th, we had Kanata Collection, Let's Meet at Sea. This eight-episode seasons by ENGI Kazuya Miura. And then uh, that's the only show that's coming out in November. Yeah. Um, OVAs, we have one coming out November 22nd, Fly Me to the Moon Uniform by Seven Arc Studios. And then we have one coming out November 25th. Well, it's there's a TBD somewhere between November 25th and December 23rd. Harem in the Labyrinth of Another World 2, um, Passione Studios. So we have those two OVAs, which is kind of, I think the last couple months, we've had at least more than one OVA. Uh, it doesn't look like there's any ONAs coming out, original net animations coming out, and just two movies. So it's a very sparse month, but again, yeah, this we is... Yeah, we had a big month. Yeah, last month was really, really big. October, October was very aggressive. I think it's getting everybody ready. You know, giving them the breathing room for Thanksgiving and then Black Friday, and then December, bam, everything's going to come back and uh, and hit everybody kind of hard. Okay, tell you say, let me go ahead and uh, pull this character's video up. But we've been, you know, I, I every week we get to this, and I'm like, have we run out of characters yet? That's, that's exactly what I want to know. Never. Have we run out of characters? Um, and this month is no different. We have not. We have Nils Yajima from the series Gundam Builder Fighters, uh, created by Kenji Nagasaki. And he's voiced by Shinosuke Tachibana. So Nils Yajima, uh, earlier known as Nils Nielsen, is a supporting character who appears in the television series The Gundam Build Fighters and Gundam Build Fighters Try. During his first appearances, he only cared about science. He was never in a gunpla battle for fun, but just to study uh, Plavosky particles. After his battle with Sai and Reiji, he realized that he actually loved Gunpla. So this is a a science to love battle and war type stories. I'm trying to see if I can pull them up. Um, yeah, this one. Eh, this ain't that ain't it. The booty picture of him. Yeah, like there's not like um like a good clip that's here i you know i've noticed that too it's getting hard to find clips on youtube dude everybody's cracking down on shit everybody's um honestly this is gonna sound weird if you really want good clips tiktok i mean that yeah, doesn't mind sound blown. That doesn't sound yeah. weird at all just because TikTok. like if you go to tiktok and you watch our shit it's inspired by a lot of other shit like you see Bam. some videos you're like whoa like what's going on yeah, I'm trying to see if I can find a clip with him on here. If not, then uh, you'll see. Uh, here we go. We'll, we'll we'll run this clip. It's him and some other other Gondom kids. You're gonna see him in his traditional garb. But um, yeah, go to TikTok, follow us. You get the anime TikTok there. You get like uh, old school clap, man. I've been getting some classic classics up, and I'm very uh, you excited have. about you, it. You, you've been definitely in your bag can't hey. can't deny that do what bag. i can but there's with Niels showed you just like a small clip it was actually a running clip which was a little bit better just like him outside the gunpla him inside it as well some other characters uh but that's our character for this month and what we'll do is we will what's up k tab <laughs> he said that, that makes no. it he said what uh i just heard that noise you remember that noise we used to hear back when early days of podcast whenever your phone was too close to the interface yes yes yeah, I, I just i just i got a text message and i heard that noise i was yeah. like oh got i reminded. heard that noise in a long time in the old days yes and with the old days <laughs> and with that we're gonna take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with episode 337 of the elijah bailey show right after this
Head injuries can be serious, and if you find yourself consistently being hit, smacked, or have an unusual amount of objects fall on your head, you need to have the No Trauma Drama app installed. At first contact, the Trauma Drama will instantly begin playing music and sounds positively known to keep you awake while simultaneously alerting the closest conscious response team. They'll get you back on your feet as if you've never been injured in the first place. Let's face it, mechs can be expensive initially and to maintain. Do yourself a favor and cut the cost down to the bare nuts and bolts. Studies show that regular application of GW40 can reduce the wear and tear from exposure to harsh environments. Joints clog with sand? GW40 will fix it. Visors covered in ice and frost with a little GW40? Watch as it melts right off. Save your mech time and money with GW40. Gundam! Like, what is that sound? It's a sound of anime. That's basically what the sound is. All right, so we're back. As uh, you can tell, let's go ahead and pop it up on the screen one more time. <laughs> yes. Very sad. Very sad. You see the man's on the screen. Someone's dead. Someone, yes. uh, someone, I mean, uh, there's like two people, people die all the time. That is yeah, true. Shout out to everybody that missed. Uh, but then there's certain people, I believe, in everybody's life that truly impact them, especially celebrities, people that you may not have ever even got to meet, but you got to meet the work that they've left to be a witness. And growing up in the 90s, there was no way that you did not know about Batman mm. anime. And with that, iconic character became a very iconic actor. Kevin Conroe. Uh, what years did he voice Batman? Was uh, it 1992? Uh, let me actually see. Yeah, I don't want to. No, yeah, I mean, because he uh, pretty I mean, much he, he did the a lot voice of, stuff, of Batman, period. yeah. Since Ever since the animated series. Um, I mean, he blah, is blah, the blah. 19, well, years active. He started in 1978 all the way through to... 2022. So, oh, 2022. Um, yeah. Kevin Conroy. Yeah, he was actually in the process of filming Batman Cape Crusader. He was actually playing Thomas Daddy Batman. Mm-hmm, which he's done a couple times. Um, uh, he's been in the Batman multiverse on the video game that just recently. Uh, like Elijah was saying, he is the voice of. Even on the Scooby Doo series, guess who? Um, he 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 was Batman. And I'm actually he's playing. He's been playing Batman for 23 years. They say. Somebody sent my what's up, fam? Thanks for joining. Coven said my mic is. I suppose talking I about think, like where it drops off at. I think he's. Does it sound like I got an echo? No echo. It's like you'll just be, and it'd be like, and it's like that. Like where you'd just be talking and it cuts out. <laughs> so it's not no echo. He's like, yeah, I got it figured out. It's an echo. And you're like, no echo? Okay. Go back to the drawing board on this one. Maybe I could just do this. No, nope. you can't. That, that cuts me out all the way. No, you couldn't do it. knew it already. I could not do it. Or could I do it? I mean, you could, but it would not be beneficial. Because you can still hear me, can't you? Yeah. Of course you can. Yes, I can. I'm looking... I'm looking, Kevin Conroy, Batman, 1992, all the way up until now. So yeah, you're right. Are you? I think they said that we both were. You said what? Ain't that what we were both for saying? Mm-hmm. Is that it? It plays in both, or he yeah. he he's been doing it since? Because uh, even you was talking about since 2013, right? Uh, even or two or 2000. Uh, 2022 or three, right? Yeah, up until yeah. now, and I think he had more work slated. I mean, he was the voice. I uh, said, What year? Uh, K Tap said, What year did Batman come out? 1992. Ooh. Oh, yeah, this series that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's talking about Batman in general. Oh, Batman's like over that 80 be? years old, so in the 50s, all the way back there because he's based off of Zorro. Zorro. 
39 is when Batman first came. Dakota, tell me if I sound any better. March 30th, yep. But Elijah, go ahead and hit us with your top. I think I only did top four, even though this was my idea. Yeah. Uh, You know how I get down. I do. Uh, Your top four best iconic Batman, uh, the Batman episodes. Let's hit these quick. So. The ones that I picked, so in honor of Kevin Conroy being Batman himself, uh, some of these episodes were not the most controversial, but they had the most meaning. I'm going to start out of order of what I put them up, because this one uh, not only kind of made the character of Mr. Freeze, but it gave him a heart. It gave the series a heart. It was a sad show. Because it was this husband doing anything for his wife that's got this disease, like Heart of Ice, season one, yeah, <laughs> season one, episode fourteen. Uh, you got to see his motivations. You kind of you agree with Mister Freeze, and you know you can see the plight, the pain. Uh, one of the other ones is we all know that Harley Quinn comes from this show. And uh, there's a series called Mad Love, which is really about Joker, Joker and Harley in the series. And this comes in the abusive four. relationship. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. The Mad Love is crazy. This is season four, episode 21. Um, has so much heart. So telling for the series. It was uh, it was just an interesting, interesting episode. Now, this one was funny. Season two, episode 18, almost got him, where it's all the villains talking about how they almost got Batman, but he got away. Robin uh, I, yeah, yeah, I do remember the episode because they were like uh, sitting around playing, playing uh, poker, playing yeah. poker. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. Uh, the man who killed Batman. Season two, episode two, uh, 23, it's like, what would, you know, Joker's mad. Not mad, he's sad that Batman's gone. Oh, it was like some scrub that claimed that he killed Batman, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I think I remember that one. And Harley says something, and Joker's like, that's why I love you, Harley. You put the fun in funeral. <laughs> he's all sad about Batman and shit, but still think... making puns. No, I... Keep going. And then the very last one was actually Kevin Conroy's favorite episode in his best performance, the uh, Perchance to Dream, where it kind of separates Batman from Bruce Wayne. So uh, there was an article that kind of that went over this and said Kevin Conroy's favorite Batman performance was also his best. And uh, let you me say it's called which one? The uh, Perchance of a Dream or to Dream. What so was that one about? It um. It opens with Batman in pursuit of fleeting criminals, and it's, it's basically like a day, like Batman and, and Bruce are two different people. So, whom he like, Batman chases a fleeting criminals who he chases into an abandoned warehouse. He's taken by surprise as an object slams over his head, only to awaken back at Wayne Manor with Alfred bringing him his morning coffee. The world around him has changed seemingly for, for the better. His parents never died and still live in the mansion with him. He holds an important position at Wayne Enterprises and is getting ready to marry Selena Kyle, who apparently never became Catwoman. That's even, um, there's even another Batman out in Gotham uh, fighting crime, so he doesn't have to. Naturally, the wonderful life is all an illusion. The villainous Mad Hatter placed him in a device that makes him, uh, makes his fondest dreams come true, rendering his cataton, he's catatonic in the real world, and thus... Uh, our supervillains, he's out of our supervillains hair. A few key details tip Wayne off that the world is real, such as uh, the printed words that turn to gibberish when he tries to read them. He therefore finds himself unable to live a lie. However beautiful it is, he breaks free from the device and dispatches of the Mad Hatter. So basically... Wow, I don't think I... I don't remember that episode. Yeah, it was was heart, like, gut-wrenching because... He just has to give up, you know, the life that he wants. And Kevin Conroy has to play him and Batman, which he normally does. Well, this is like a Batman without Bruce's history and a Bruce without Batman's history. So it's it, it brings a different deal. With Everybody said that was his greatest performance. So. Mm. so, yeah, those are my five. I'll read them again. The Man Who Killed Batman, Mad Love, Perchance to Death, uh, yeah, Perchance to Dream, Almost got him, and then Heart of Ice. What are your favorite? What are your top? Then mine, the, the one I had that was uh, I had Mad Love on me, mm. uh, just because that was a dark, twisted episode. Yeah, because you get to it was more about Joker and Harley, but you also got to see, like, said the dark, twisted mind of how Joker really. 
Um, boom, there we go. And then I had uh, Beware the Grey Ghost. Now, this was a dope episode because this is one mm, that yeah. we got to see uh, Batman, person who he looked up. Uh, and Adam West actually came in on this episode mm-hmm. and featured and played as the old school superhero that Batman looked up to. Uh, and then also another one that I love was the Robin's Reckoning. Mm. Uh, this one was the one that was about uh, pretty much Robin's origin story. Yeah. Uh, where his family was killed on a circus accident. And, Degrees. you know, you got to see him and Bruce relate to it because they both had, you know, unforeseen events happen to their parents where someone actually, you know, kind of set up a situation where they got murdered. And Bruce was trying to do everything he could to make sure Robin's not living a life. To end up like him. Whatnot. Yeah. But it was super emotional, super dope. Uh, and then by far my favorite one was the last, the last laugh. Mm. And this one was my favorite one because A, at the end of it, it's another fight between Joker and uh, Batman. And at the very end of it, they called it last laugh because uh, Joker had poisoned the sewage which made a gas spur out to cause everybody to laugh hysterically. And Batman finds them. The music in it is so dope because they, they went with like a little urban vibe with the orchestra that mm-hmm. I've always loved. And then this is also the the, the episode where people who hung out with me, they know like <laughs> for the longest I had a ringtone on my phone that the Joker was saying grilled cheese sandwich. This is the episode it came from. And at the very mm-hmm. end of it, Batman truly has his last laugh. Uh, so those are my top four, even though I said top five. Yeah. That's, that's, that ain't bad. That ain't bad at all. Yeah. Like, that's a good list to go from. And if you're watching, like, just, I would really complete the full animated series. It's worth a good watch. But yeah, if you need some specific episodes to watch, these would be the ones. These are the ones with, you know, Paul Dini and the rest of the team actually just put uh, a yeah, lot of work. There's a, fire. there's a Harley Quinn in, uh, it, Poison Ivy and Harley episode, I think season four, that's really good. And they're like, uh, so they're getting catcalled and they like shoot somebody with a bazooka and shit like that. So there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of strong episodes. Um, next in the news, we talked about this a little bit earlier. The comedian himself, Gallagher, got walloped. Now, uh, Gallagher was a watermelon smashing comedian to bacon, breaking boundaries right there, you know, white and black relations. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell some jokes, but I'm going to, you know, go out there for the blacks to throw some watermelon at them. I'm going to smash it in their face. Here, eat, eat the watermelon. Uh, he died at the age of 76. Gallagher was, was he's a prop comic, but he was more so stage prop excitement, if you will. Because Carrick Top is, is a prop comic too, but they, they were the two that were on stage that were like, this dude's got a mallet and a watermelon. I think I'll, I'll tune in. And I watched a lot of his specials, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I get like a lot of my watch in February as well, just to make sure I was honoring not only <laughs> him, make sure but you, you feel the message <laughs> that he was trying to convey. Yeah, sledgeomatic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you guys have never seen a Gallagher uh, comic show, go to YouTube, type in the name, and watch. Uh, you take the, like I usually talk about this, and I can't even talk about it because we're you a chapter. Talk about it. This is we're a thing. chapter ten thousand and sixty six. We just saw Luffy's daddy at the age of 33. We finally saw Vegapunk in the world of One Piece. Like a lot of stuff that has been mentioned through this series we had no idea about. Like tragic backstories are made less tragic right now. Like it, it's we're talking about One Piece's world just got flipped 180 degrees upside down. If you're a One Piece fan, you're loving it. If you're not a fan and you got into it, wait until you get to where we are now. Um, but, you know, okay, One Piece Red film stays at number one. Yeah, you got to talk about um, at the At Yo. the charts, at the box office, it has been generating money. It has been the number one anime movie for I don't know how long. Um, and this kind of solidifies what everybody's talking about. Like, anime is not that big. There's nothing going to come from it. And we've had movie after movie after movie after movie. Uh, Dragon Ball Super Superhero was up there. Um, the My Hero films were up there. The Demon Slayer films were up there. And then One Piece has proved that, uh, like, Oda started manga when he was 17. And I think he was probably 19 when he started with One Piece. 
I need to verify that. I know he started manga when he was 17, but he's been doing One Piece for 25 years at a rate that's incon. Nobody else is ever going to do it like this. And then he just helped them with this film. They have a live action. It's amazing. Um, One Piece film read anime earns uh, $4.7 on opening day in the U.S. Now, this kind of launched in waves. How much? Four point seven. That's a lot. Million. Yes. Um, That's a lot. If you if you said this to me back in the two thousands that an anime movie would drop <laughs> that much money, <laughs> I wouldn't believe you. Yeah, that is true. They never did. They never did. No, they didn't. Um, didn't at all. So, Deadline reported on Saturday that industry estimates are, are yeah estimates are forecasting the that film One Piece Red will uh generate 10.3 million over its opening weekend in the US. So that is what we're currently watching. It's at 4 and they're they're saying 10. Uh the film earned 20.1 million to top its opening weekend in North America um in August. So like it's just sta- like One Piece Stampede came out like they've been con- considerably earning more and more money every time a one piece film comes out and now that they're even more original and they're drifting from the main story they're not just retellings the money just keeps coming in um along with uh one piece film red we also had um a sword art online movie come out didn't we yes I'm trying um, to... well i think they just kind of um sword art online full drive uh, this is an event that they celebrate, like, to celebrate the 10th anniversary Sword Art Online franchise. Mm-hmm. And the online launched a fictional in-story game announced on Sunday that the franchise is launching a brand new original film project. The announcement did not specify if any of the projects was named, as you guys just saw the clip, is super short. Um, it's almost just purely like, but to hear that them, they are trying to do something different. Yeah is a slight breath of sure man i could not get into alkazization or whatever it's called i couldn't get into it i'm going to try again Wait, well, once i get out as the, you guys just saw the, the it shoot. was about no i i just couldn't get into it it was the same shit you're just like ah. i mean let's keep it 100 outside for gun gale sort of online yeah. is the same stuff over and over again like you you question these kids you question them like why are you putting on vrs again <laughs> Speaking of that, apparently there's a guy that yeah. has created a VR system that is able to kill you. Uh, yeah, I saw that too, and I was like, no. I don't know how real that is. Yeah, I'm not even going to test it. Everybody's saying it's, it's pretty authentic. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that it is, it is aggressive. Like, aggressive. when you know that there's things like that, there's never any point in time where it should race through your head like, man, I want to see if I can kill myself. Like, if you weren't thinking that on Tuesday, I, I, I call me, call me, you know, I will call me a little, but maybe it's the whole aspect of challenge. No, I don't need like skydiving. Like Good. Go ahead and hit us with our next topic, dude. I don't need it. Uh, okay, so Golden Commu season four delays remaining episodes due to staff members passing. This comes from Anime a News Network, uh, and this dropped on November seventh. So the anime episodes forty three to forty nine delayed, and home video schedule also under discussion. The official website for the Golden Commu anime announced on Tuesday that episodes uh, six through twelve of the anime's fourth season, episodes forty three to forty nine on the overall anime, have been have all been delayed due to the November first passing of an unnamed uh, main staff member of the anime. The announcement noted the main staff member who passed away uh, is at fault at that. No, it's like we blame this member. No, but uh, they passed away was indispensable to the production. So the production committee and the anime studios brains base decided on the delay after some discussion, the anime's blu-ray disc and DVD release schedule is now also under discussion. The website will announce a new airing date for the episodes and a release date of the home video release uh, when they are decided. So, you know, that was another anime that I'm, I keep starting. And, and you I can't keep, finish. I keep stopping. 
I don't know. You got some starting stopping issues, buddy. Yeah, man, I, I do. I, I typically try to work through them, but for some reason that you one just can't. Yeah, it's giving me a little hard time. Mm, it's not good. But on the next, this one, this one, good. This one made me feel like I can watch it and keep going. What you guys are saying right now is the upcoming film. The first slam dunk has unveiled a new trailer along with its first five cast opening the ending theme song uh, artist. Uh, I'm excited, dude. This is this is the perfect time I feel like this should come, come back. Come back, yeah. Yes. And it feels so ironic and foreshadowing that when we went to uh, Hawaii, <laughs> like the room that we stayed in, and it was so dope how the how the boys did it. This is how I, I'm, I know I'm on the right path of training. Mm-hmm. Caius walked in there, looked at all these books, and started pulling out books from. Him. And I was kind of thinking like, ah, oh, leave the books. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know who touched them. You know, come on, buddy. These ain't ours. I know they're in the room, but you know. And then sure enough, he like, Daddy, I think you like these books. And I had to send you the picture because yeah. it was a slam dunk. One through, I think he was missing like either chapter volume two or volume three, but it was a slam book. Yeah. I was through like chapter six or volume six. I was like, oh, that's fire. Yeah. That's fire. I want you to read all this on yeah. vacation. So. Yeah, you got to mm. read this all. Yeah. So uh, be on the lookout for more information on that. It looks so good, though. Oh, man. With how animation is nowadays, dude, we already know this is about to. Be fire. fire. Yeah, if you don't like the animation, you just hate, and that's all that is. Like the yeah. CGI is good. Uh, let's keep it going with some new stuff coming out and some trailers, which I'll play a trailer mm-hmm. here in a minute. Tokyo Avengers season two trailer mm-hmm. and visual introduces new characters, and we only have one mm-hmm. more chapter before the manga ends. Uh, it is, uh, it is it, like, uh, did you see that? Did you see what him and Mikey uh, did? Uh, him and Mikey came. Uh, Man, uh, we can talk about that another time. Yeah, uh, it is. It it's, is. It's aggressive. It it's, is. It's some aggressive storytelling. Uh, the new That's characters are two siblings named uh, Taju and Yuzuha. Shiba, played by Tomokazu Sugita, um, who's from, who's most notably known as Gintoki from Gintama, and then Mikako Komatsu, who's Maki in the Jujutsu Kaisen series. Um, and then they have like visual, uh, art and stuff for this, which you can find on, um, this is Tokyo Otaku mode. They don't have a there. date for season two yet. Have they? Um, the first season uh, or January, 2023. So somewhere oh, that's right around the corner. Actual, yeah. Yeah. It's just like a couple months out. Um, I'm excited, but e- even yeah. though I know the manga is ending and it's definitely by far one of the. You know, top mangas that I've 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 been at. This the storytelling was just so good. Just mm-hmm. kept you guessing, mm-hmm. not knowing what's about to happen whatsoever. Yeah. Uh and even these last two chapters, <laughs> it was like, Hey, peekaboo. Yeah, we're gonna keep You didn't see guessing. this coming, did you? It has been something of uh like I was trying to figure out how they're gonna wrap it up, especially after, you know, you know what happened happened. And I'm like, yeah. Okay, I I can see if he's remorseful for everything he does as soon as he snaps out of this. It's like a it's like a redemption. Yeah. I was I was like sitting there, I was like, okay. Who called this? I feel like which one was it Keith? Keith said it was gonna be trash the whole way out. Like he got to a certain deal and said this is just trash. And he's been but he, saying but that he, 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 I mean, he felt it. He was like, <laughs> Yeah. There's no I think in Keith's world, and Keith, if you're watching this, correct me. I think he just was hitting on like, there's no further up you can go from, only down because you have to end. True. At least that's what I'm thinking. That sounds like it. That sounds like that's something. It was so good. There's no way. Mm -hmm. Like it has to end. We know there's only two more chapters. This has to end. And they have to, you know, typically end it on a, you know, positive note. So, how are we going to wrap all this chaos <laughs> of many year time traveling up? But it yeah. was, but it also, yeah. like, once you think about it, it's like, what else would you do for a tra- oh, time traveling like this? I think, like this, I think you know? the route they're going, it's, you just hit it's the best 
ending for this type of scenario. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. It is. It really is. Regardless of how you feel about it, you're just upset because it had to. End. True. Takamashi can only keep going back and, and doing so much. Like they're kids so still. Like he, he, well, he made it to adulthood, but he's still like he's going back as a kid. No, so. he's still a kid. Yeah, <laughs> he's living his kid childhood life twenty thousand times over and over, bro. But uh, let's yeah. go ahead and uh, hit um, me with this. I okay. don't even remember even seeing this on the show. No. Yeah, I added this I one because I missed went, this. This is called uh, Cap Cap or Not. It's Cap or segment. Not. It's okay. a new segment because uh, comic book uh, CBR kind of had a top 10 controversial fights and so for DBZ. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through and see, like read which fights they brought up and see if they were controversial or not in the series. Um, is, is, is this article cap or not? Like we could go to Screen Rant and 95% of the articles about anything cap. So Back. let's see if like people that are out there writing and distribute to the world are actually upholding um, you know, their, their ethical duty. So the top 10 most controversial fights in Dragon Ball, we'll just say Dragon Ball because some of these are on in super. Some of these are in Z. Um, first is frost turns Krillin into an early embarrassing tournament of power elimination. Um, they say this is cap. This is controversial. Now I, they feel like Krillin in this match after doing some of the things he did, shouldn't have been taken out so easily. And I kind of feel like he was taken out pretty easy in the anime too. So was this a controversial fight? Did we actually need this fight? Should Krillin get redemption? I, I feel like he should have had redemption. Like, I think if... Oh, okay. I see what you're He should have had redemption because Frieza took him out last time they fought. He should have been able to redeem himself with Frost. Yeah, and he shouldn't, like, when I went back and watched it, it was basically like, yeah, you got to watch your back. I'm doing so good. And he's, like, closing his eyes and smiling, and boom. Frost comes up behind him and just pushes him out, basically. And you're like, ah, after all, everything you did, Krillin, you just saved your wife, and y'all was beating the hell out of this vampire bat and all that. Uh, it's kind of, that ain't how I was going to have you go out. Mm. Um, next. Okay. I mean, I, I can see that. But I think, for me, I don't, I don't, I don't, I expect that from Krillin. I hate to say it. I, I expect. Uh, I mean, it is L. within his character. Not yeah. going to lie. Yeah, Every tournament that. that we've seen. So it's kind of on base. Um, okay. Lavender's dirty tactics during the Xenos Expo. Um, still conquer Gohan. So he had the poison that he spit in his hands and in the Gohan's eyes. And Gohan's body got all poisoned up like oh boy on Naruto. Um, I mean, it forced Gohan to rely on his uh his other sense. Yeah, I think. Why this is this is, one controversial? I don't think it is because Gohan. If you look at Gohan and Goku's lives, Goku went through shit like this as a kid, where Gohan's a full grown man having to be taught these lessons, and that's basically what Goku let happen. He's like, nah, we shouldn't help him. You know, he'll he'll figure this out because he's he's our lead strategist. If he can't figure out basic fighting tactics like this, we're screwed. So, yeah, we're like SOL badly. Yeah, I think that one was well deserved, and it and it did show Gohan overcoming, you know, his lack of training, his lack of battle, um, and still showing some smarts. Next one, Nappa systematically eliminates several of the Earth's strongest heroes. Nappa was that guy. This yeah, is not controversial. Nappa, Nappa. There's nothing. Saiyans. There's nothing controversial about that. Nappa had hands. He was him and Vegeta was going around working. Planets, Boy, Merkin. That's like letting, civilization. That's like they was the last they raced. He still had house. his tail. Oh yeah, yeah. He is nasty. He's okay. like armor. <laughs> I only wear armor because it makes you comfortable. Like, Who is Chaosu? Not wearing draws. Yeah, Chaosu. Who is Tien? Punched is his Yamcha? arm off. Punched his arm off. And yeah, um, Piccolo. You know. Piccolo tried. Piccolo I got think Piccolo did too. pretty good. Yeah. Well, I feel like Piccolo, you know, he got really done because, you know, he stood hey. in front of Gohan. Piccolo. Instead of picking up Gohan and dipping out, he just kind of stood in front of Gohan. Piccolo. Okay. I, this is going to be perfect. And if you know, you know. Piccolo running up on Nappa. 
was like being in a gang from Oklahoma and pulling up like in Oakland. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, so that's what we're really doing. Okay, my bad. I thought I was the black one here. Napa's like, my, <laughs> you ain't felt no energy like this, Kolo. Kolo, I ain't even calling you pick on there. Kolo is your name. I'm going to elbow you in the back of the head. Yeah, um, I, I, I think that's, 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 that's warranted. Um, okay, Android 19 completely humbles Goku. Uh, as somebody that's been through like heart issues, yeah, nah, he didn't you, can, you can't do nothing. Goku on that was one. sick. Yeah, he had a heart virus, bro. Yeah, he was sick. He had like the virus that they didn't even know a cure for. Yeah. That could, he probably got it because he'd be on all those other planets. It was COVID. Yeah, yeah, he had yeah. COVID before it was even COVID. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I think, I think, if he didn't get his butt whooped by Androids nineteen a. Vegeta wouldn't have had the beautiful W mm. that he got. That was a, yeah. Vegeta he, came through and showed out. Oh I mean, yeah. Hey, he kicked Kakarot's body and everything. Mm. And then also that wouldn't show that how because for Trunks to come back in the past and say, "Hey, Goku, you die of a heart disease." It has to be something powerful. Oh yeah. And if if it, he ended no this battle just kind of winded. Goku should have survived that heart disease. True. Hey, so hey, nah, it was Yeah, that 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 was written in. So it is written, so it is shall be. Uh Mike grind and motivate coming. He said, Man, that's terrible news for so, everyone that Michael? grew up uh with his voice actor talking about Kevin Conroy at the top uh, of the yeah. show. It is, dude, because yeah. he he's the voice we hear when we read. Um let's see, Vegeta's Pride eh, allows semi perfect cell to rewrite the narrative. Uh, that was a controversial move, but we know Vegeta be on that same bullshit. He like, you, you're stronger than me. Show me. Yeah. You're like, Ugh, you would think on, Vegeta would been past that because he still yeah, had to prove himself. Already, back yeah, I and know, his son, I know, his son had shown up. He had let me show my son how to do it, and it's like, so I was like, hmm, you look sexy. Mm, touch me, Vegeta, <laughs> and put his ass in the ground. I can't like call it controversial. Tuba. Just because I felt like I don't know, maybe I'm just that much of a DBZ fan. Fan, where you like that's my kind. It was much no, needed. All this stuff is valid. Okay, well, everything's valid. About this one, Gotenks. But I ain't gonna lie, this did make me mad. <laughs> Gotenks it extremely did. silly battle tactics against Boo elicit eye rolls from so many fans. Um, I think it was supposed to be like it was supposed to annoy you. It's supposed to be like watching Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, I knew you yeah. were gonna bring up you Deadpool. Knew I, would. I knew, I knew. It's like watching a Deadpool movie. It was supposed to annoy you and frustrate you because you're like, you're so strong. You got so much potential. You're doing so many wrong moves. Why you act like a kid? Because it's uh, two kids. Kids, yeah. Ugh. Okay. Two of them, not even just one. It's two. Thank you, thank you, kids. Yeah, like that was like I didn't like how, and I don't know. It must be because they grew up in times of peace where they're just like, "This is what superheroes do, and this is gonna make us look cool," and blah blah blah. Because we haven't had any Saiyans that ever wanted to look cool. Gohan never wanted to look cool. Goku, Vegeta never wanted to look cool. So it's just it's that Earth upbringing, and it it was really just annoying. But it also allowed time for everything else to happen. Because I was talking about this, I said, "Boy, like Boo came up in DBZ." so raw that when i watched it i got pregnant because oh. he not only killed everybody on earth he went to heaven to whoop they ass again like he's like nah player you ain't getting no afterlife i'm about to make sure you never existed and boo was just everything every version of boo was just nasty every version had everybody scared um let's go to this one majin vegeta and goku's highly anticipated battle and this is the super saiyan 2 battle during the majin Buu arc feels artificial this battle was fire yeah i don't think it was artificial because like vegeta saw it out he saw a way to be that warrior that was like man i hate this and this is back when vegeta was still kind of raw like yeah. he like he was still kind of eh. you know yeah he just had a son but you know he never told trunks i love him until that moment he was about to kill himself it yeah. was still New territory for Vegeta. I never gave my son a hug before. <laughs> uh, I mean, I thought that battle yeah. was because he he. Hey, I'm not gonna. He put the he put the uh, the gag on on Kakarot and was slapping him back and forth on the on the mountain. So I was like, and then Goku's like, you hit me with this and hit him in the head with the bricks. I loved it. It was raw. Um, yeah. Vegeta loses closure with Golden Freezer due to his own ego. 
again, this is Vegeta letting him like he saw Goku get shot, was in there, but he had to get his. I feel like the shit that that Frieza did to him on Namek, he just couldn't let that go. I give him a pass on this one. Yeah, even though this one, like after this, there was like, all right, Vegeta, your ego can no longer save you from the reason why you took an. Mm-hmm. You are a grown man. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> you got to get. You got to quit tripping, dog. Hey, you need to go in and be the same that you talk about. You talking about we go in quick and we finish it. Let's do it. Um, I feel this one was uh was needed as well. Yamcha Tien and Chaozu and Piccolo, the Ginyu Force takedown belittles the acclaimed mercenaries, and I feel like that just speaks to because. You had Piccolo getting wished back. You had Goku that did his training and got so many times stronger. It validated training with the master and going to you know, King Kai's place because it made them stronger than the Ginyu Force. I don't think this was like it was it was silly because they, they had just came off Namek as some of the strongest warriors and then they're like, Oh, y'all are trash really. But what do you think? Uh yeah, I think that just people underestimated how much training they did. Mm. Uh, now, granted, Goku did kind of go through a similar training, and he was just now strong enough to beat Vegeta. But he but came from not being able to beat Raditz in them. That is true. And these people came from not being able to beat a Cyberman. Yeah. But they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think maybe out of all of them, I I can see why people might be upset. But what's, uh, uh, was Jason Berta there, too? Yeah. They, they got was... body. Hey, all of them did like planted uh, like planted like uh, Belzebub. They, yeah, I don't know about that. No, I do. I do. Yeah, I already. Well, do. I believe it. I, I just I I can't see because yeah. can't see I can't see Chaosu just because at this moment we would have to say that they were stronger than Vegeta, who they couldn't even. Well, I guess. Eh. Eh, if I had to pick one, this this would be the one that I would call mm. Kappa. Okay. But like I said, I'm a DBZ fan, so somewhere in my mind, it makes it all sense. So, And what about this last one? Spopovich applies maximum force of Adele in his one of in one of the series' roughest fights. Spopovich just whooped her ass. Oh, yeah, that was, was like dance. straight up ass whooping. And that's... I wonder why this is number one. Like because I feel like they didn't they didn't want to see a woman get her ass whooped like that because Videl was like no I'm not giving up and he's like two 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 piece biscuit combo yeah he you giving up today and Spopovich had got his ass whooped by Hercule last year so you know he has some of that 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 white rage that just never leaves ah last year he beat me he's beating he was the like, shit out of that all up today man hey, he took it in it but. I will say, like, Spopovich wasn't going to get away with nothing. Gohan was there, but I feel like this was just a straight up. These are those straight up ass whoopings, like when 18 came down and embarrassed Vegeta. You know, it was it was well, well deserved and well needed. Um, let's do this. We're going to take another pause for the cause and come back with Anime and Manga of the Month and wrap up the show. So thank you guys for joining us so far for episode 337. We'll be right back right after this. Hi guys! The first part of Slum Dunk was fun, wasn't it? Basketball's great! Let's play it together! You've seen them fight monsters and baddies to save the world. You've seen them handle heartbreak and homework in high school. Now see them come out of your oven with our limited edition Sailor Scout cookies. And introducing our new line of Outer Scout cookies with three new flavors. Jupiter, Moon, and Uranus. These cookies are only available for a few weeks out of the year, so get them while supplies last. I think it's time to blow this scene. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, let's jam. Let's jam, that's right. Jets Galactic Jam is now available in every star system. Jets Galactic Jam provides jams from all types of fruits, strawberries, grapes, apricots, peaches, raspberries, and much, much more. Just find the nearest Galactic Grocer near you to pick up a jar. See you around, Space Cowboy. The second part of Slam Dunk will start in a minute. Let's get together in front of TV. Yeah, we we back down. Can you hear me? We back, baby. There we go. 
Okay, why don't we take them into the last segment of the show, the uh, anime and manga of the month. What do we got anime-wise? Oh, that sounds so spicy. <laughs> Let me pull it up real quick because I was I did not have it pulled up. Sorry, guys. Not have it pulled up. Yeah, I did not have it pulled up. But it's here now. If I can switch to it. Mm, looking good. Looking good. I'm sitting here watching the trailer right now. <laughs> there we go. I was trying to pull the trailer up. Uh, okay. Oh, that sounded creepy. Anyway, I Oshi, my boy himself. This is what we got playing on the background over here. Uh, let me actually the volume. Uh, as I read the trailer, uh, this is a sports anime focused on soccer. Moves in self-centered playing style. Ayoshi is a sole powerhouse, pushing his team through the important high school preliminary tournament. However, their win streak is a short-lived one because an opponent causes a show to lose his temper, act violently, and he get kicked out the game. Without their star player, the team quickly is eliminated from the tournament, and Aoshi feels like it's all of his fault. Aoshi mm-hmm. then is approached by a young team leader named Fiyok- Tatsushu Fiyoka- Fukuda, uh, who senses his potential and invites him to try out for Tokyo's top youth team. Uh, I love it because it just really breaks down. How much remind me of Ipo? Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes off like a real different soccer techniques, basics of dribbling, passing, catching, stopping. Uh, and you just see him constantly develop. And what I also love about it, he's just not one of the characters all, all of a sudden improve overnight. Yeah. Like he's out past Dreaming. curfew overnight, kicking the ball all because of the wall, coming to school next day sleepy because he spent mm-hmm. up all night training. So this is my anime of the month. Uh, it was released this year, April 9th, 2022. Uh, first episode or first season is out. 24 episodes. You can watch this on Crunchy. Nice. It's even dubbed. Nice. It is the the art, the animation is amazing. Uh, the manga of the month is Ginka and Gluna, which I'll pull up here in a minute. Written by Shinpei Watanabe, published by Viz Media. Uh, the magazine Ginka to Gluna has been published digitally as an e- English simul pub as uh, through Manga Plus services. There's eight volume. There's nine volumes out right now. I think a new one just came out. Um, a wannabe magician meets a magician, uh, magical snowman that changes her life. The story begins deep on a snowy mountain. Gluna lives alone until the day she meets a mysterious snowman named Ginka. In order to see the outside world, Gluna is determined to learn magic from Ginka and leave the mountain. As long as we're together, nothing is impossible. Where will their fun adventure take them? Now begins a magical, fantastic journey that you've never seen. And right now in the story, like she's come up against her first like mage mage. Oh, there's 10 chapters out right now. And, you know, he's doing magic and everybody has wands, but you know gluna doesn't need to use wand she's just a girl that was taught by this snowman and she has no capacity she's almost like luffy if you mess with one of her friends she jumps right in the fight but she also is supportive because she was a girl that grew up by herself and then she only had this snowman and then you you learn that he's got a troubled backstory himself to where his body's basically spread into pieces and he was a legendary or he was at least a mage that was in a legendary fight. And so I like the art style. I like the animals. I like the, the shonen style of, you know, here's our adventure. Here's our story. Here's our action. And it's all female leaves. The only male, and we don't know if he's male or not, is the snowman so far. And uh, one of the villains we ran into. But there's also a lot of elemental based villains as well. So uh, anime <clears throat> of the month. Ayoshi and manga of the month is Ginka and Gluna. So thank you guys yet again for joining us for this episode. We went through everything anime played, paid our tribute to uh, Kevin Conroy yes. and Gallagher gave you our top nine uh, Batman, the animated series <laughs> episodes. Um, and then just went through the news. Like we have a new slam dunk come in Tokyo Avengers Two. the manga for Tokyo Avengers is ending one piece. Film Red still stands at the top of the chart. Hey, real quick. We yes. got like four minutes. We'll take two minutes each. What you been watching? Uh, One Piece. Um, 
That's it. Just one piece. You, are you just rewatching it all? Where are you at on it now? Thriller Bark. I just started Thriller Bark episode Which episode 338. Is that? Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, around there. Around 338. Because I think it starts like a few episodes back, like 330, 331, where Luffy and them, they get the new the new ship, the Sunny, Thousand Sunny. And then it's the Don family and them kind of being captured as birthday presents. And then it rolls into them meeting Brooke and the Thriller Bark saga. So they have just landed on thriller bark yeah mm. what about you okay. what are you watching uh right now i'm watching star wars clone wars loving that's it right, loving right, it right, Pash, right. like it is it is good like not even just from a star wars fan point like it it's is just it's good, it's, good. it's dark it's filled with betrayal mm. for some reason i always thought it was kind of light it's a lot darker. It's uh the fight scenes are epic. Mm-hmm. Uh that this a good that's a good animation. Okay. That's a that's a real good one. Blew my mind. I'm loving. I'm in season two right now. About to finish it. About to start season two, probably sometime, probably Wednesday. Uh, but other than that, been watching uh you know Aoshi. Um, let me actually let me actually messing up the micro. Uh, been watching a few man real quick. If you don't mind me. Just kind nah, of nah. Go ahead and go through them, like, because I haven't been. I've been mainly reading. Um, and if I want to talk about some reading, just a bit, Prince of Tennis has just drawn me in. Like, I read like ten chapters the other day, uh, like nothing. And then keeping up with all the series, Kaiju number eight, uh, Chojin X, which I started and I wasn't really sold on, but now I'm like, okay, this makes sense. I'm getting it. This the it was. It's the creator of Tokyo Ghoul, and the world is just like. It's one of those worlds, dude. Like, oh, I might have to check that out. Yeah, it ain't bad. So, um, I I knocked out Laughing on the Cloud, mm-hmm. uh, the Tamodichi game. Okay, which was good. Both of those, I highly recommend Laughing or uh, Laughing. Super short, funny. It's if it's gonna feel refreshing, just mm-hmm. because it's like a, it's nothing. It's old school anime. It feels yeah, not nothing that we've been getting oversaturated on um of course mobile suit gum the witch mm. of course the devil is a part-timer of course spy family mm. that's non yeah right? good. those are really uh, good legends of the galactica heroes that was our, i believe we're all uh that's back up one that i'm really digging though that i really want to put a is shinobi no ikitoki have you heard of that say it again shinobi no Ikitoki, if I'm saying that. Uh-uh, no, you had to He's pretty much this middle school student. He's been living a normal life. Uh, his mama is a general manager at a store, or is his uncle's assistant. And he does always know he has a bodyguard, but he never can make sense of it. Let it be known, he is like the predecessor of the, like, the Edo ninja clan. Hmm. And, like, this is modern day. And it's blowing his mind that ninjas are still existing. But they just exist differently. Exists in the back. Uh, mm-hmm. And right now he had to get Shadows. transferred out because someone was trying to assassinate because they knew who he was. Uh, mm-hmm. So right now he's in like a ninja school. And it's it's super dope. It's like it's a different, unique story. I highly recommend that. Okay. I believe they're on like episode uh, six right now. So Okay, that ain't too bad. Four. Yeah. Just now starting. Uh, if they finish up soon, once they finish up, it'll probably most likely be anime. Okay, nice. I've yeah. been on it. Nice. On it. And right now, I'm probably going to be on nothing else because I'm like, I'm locked Swamped. in. I'm locked, I'm locked in. In Star Wars. Mm. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you do just have to get locked in and just sacrifice yourself. For the for the anime, just to to watch it, and then what I've been hearing and shit you've been showing me, it looks really good. So I'm I'm excited. I'll be jumping in here pretty soon too. I'm gonna finish Funny. up Andor. Like I got behind. So as always, which me Andor too. Wasn't and bad. I know mom mom finished it, and she said the ending. Uh, like I said, I I stopped. I think two episodes. Oh, you could not even stop. I think I I, I actually don't even think I stopped. I think I just kind of dozed off. <laughs> yeah, and just falling asleep. The old man. Yeah, I just fell asleep. It's old okay. man style. It's okay. Sometimes you got to um, tell the people where they can find you. The Buckety on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, mm. YouTube. Search 
T-H-E-B-U-C-K-I-T-Y. Yes. Uh, and the Elijah Bailey Show just chopped the W off on the NSSHO. You can find us anywhere, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, all these places where we love to talk and address our love for anime, comics, video games, pop culture, and more. Uh, you can join me. I'm starting to stream again. We jump back in with that Resident Evil 7 Bioshock. Yes. So, yeah, we had some fun there. Uh, there'll be some more things coming. Like, I played Judgment, uh, and I gotta say, Judgment feels a lot like Yakuza, so I'll be streaming that. That That is really good. I'll be going through Judgment and Lost Judgment. Um, and just having some fun with these games. But yeah, thank you guys for joining us for this episode. We'll be back next Monday. And the Twitter spaces are coming back. I think we're finally out of birthday month, birthday zones, tattoos, hey, all that stuff. Yeah, anniversaries, yeah. all of it. So we'll be back with those because those are fun. Um, but I'm Elijah 5000. I'm the Bucket. And we'll see you guys in the next show. Peace. Hey, what's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.